Yeah. I mean, look, what we can do is, I mean, you said between five and a hundred, right? So assuming your minimum five customers at a thousand bucks a month minimum, you're doing more than five grand a month in revenue. I think you're doing much more than that, but we can serve conservatively. That's what yeah. you're choosing to show. I, I, I could say we're definitely doing more than five grand a month in revenue. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Yui Vo. He started Product Fi with the thesis that financial services is among the fast is, is moving to the edge where the user experiences. He's a product leader, having spent much of his career at fintechs and insurtechs, and is deeply passionate about financial services because he believes that the sector is both huge, mass opportunity, and a tremendous moral obligation to do societal good. And it's largely failed our most vulnerable populations. He believes the democratization of financial products and is committed to changing the way financial products are built for good. Yui, you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. Really appreciate the opportunity to be here, Nathan. You bet. Okay, so tell us about the product. Describe your customer. Who are you selling to? Yeah, so um, maybe I can give a little bit of a context before uh, before that about the fundamental problem that we're trying to sh- uh, solve for is that right now, financial services is a zero-sum game. I take money from you. I lend it to your neighbor. I make as much money as I can in between. That's how I earn my living. What we fundamentally have to ask ourselves is that if we wanted to engender a kinder, more compassionate, more empathetic, more socially just financial ecosystem, there has to be a change in how people view financial services. So we realized that that we needed to create a marketplace for companies who aren't into banking, who aren't into financial services to better serve their end users. Imagine the power of a university that can offer a secure checking, uh, a secure credit card, checking, savings account to its student, help them build credit. So you just to be clear, is I'd love to talk about this through your customers. Is that one of your early customers, a university? No, no, no. Our, our early customers are, are all fintechs at this point. Um, we they, they basically have integrated with our, our APIs. But what we want to do is we want to expand beyond the world of fintechs and move into um, and move into uh, uh, clients that are not uh, solely financial services. Okay, so so I guess just let's talk about where we are first, then we can go talk about sort of where you're going. So so right. can you maybe name a customer that's paying you today and sort of explain how they're using you? Yeah. So um, uh, actually, uh, Nathan, I actually I, I I need to double check um, with with our commercial teams on like where where we can name clients yet. I'm not sure if we can name specific clients, but I'm happy to talk about use cases. If that, that yeah, works. yeah, only, only talk about what you can talk about. I mean, is is everyone under NDA, or I mean, sometimes obviously you have case studies and things. Is there a real customer you can name? Yeah, I mean, we um, again, I I want to make sure I align with our commercial team on on, on what our, our our broader messaging is. We we just historically haven't named specific clients um, on these calls, and we just talk about use cases that we try to solve for them. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's 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 way more effective to talk about an actual customer using it than sort of general high level use cases, which is why I'm digging there. So if you can't talk about a specific uh, customer, that's fine. We can talk about more of the backstory. Yeah, I mean, we you know we like I can tell one of our customers they they they're creating um, a card that's optimized for for people who travel a lot, right? Creating the right travel experience, and so they're using us. They're they're basically using our our card rails, uh, launching first with debit card and then eventually. 
um, in Q1, they're going to be launching with a secure credit card and eventually unsecured credit card. So right now, they're live transacting in our system. We offer wires, deposit accounts, ACH, and, um, and, uh, and uh, debit cards. Okay, got it. Very interesting. And so what does a customer like that pay your month to use the technology? Yeah. So um, we, we, we try to be very, very startup friendly. So um, we're talking very, very minimal um, program management fees in the hundreds of dollars until you go live and it's the low thousands. And then uh, per month, and then we charge um, on ACH, on KYC, um, uh, on wires, and then we 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 split the the interchange on revenue. Uh, we we split the, the interchange rev share. Okay, so again, usually like all this, you know, fintech, you know, there there's like generally 300 bips up for grabs. Really, anytime money moves hands, and everyone sort of approaches it a different way, right? So when you say you make money on ACH, explain to me how that might work. Yeah, so so on ACH, we, we charge a flat fee. Okay, of how much? Um, it, it varies by volume. Oh, I see. Okay. If I'm just getting started with you, if someone listening right now wants to sign up for your platform, what are they going to pay you on ACH? Right. Just starting? I, I think it's like 10 cents for ACH. Oh, interesting. Okay. So super small. And then yep. obviously scales down with volume. Um, which yep. one of these is your, is your most used tool, by the way, ACH, KYC, wires, or interchange? So, um, uh, I, I think when you say most used, right? Like I want to make sure that, that we're talking about the same thing, because if you think about it, um, you cannot open a card until you do KYC, right? So technically, KYC is the gateway to everything. Yeah. So, so nothing so is possible it. without KYC. But obviously, so, so how do you make money? How do you make money there? Since that's the first step, right? So you know, we 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 you know we we offer um you know we have a BSAML department that does checks, but then we have the full suite of automation around KBA questionnaires, um and around uh, uh, document verification. So um, every time you use one of those tools, um, you know we we charge you a small fee, flat um, fee one time. Flat, flat fee one time, yes. Like a, like and a dollar can, or under a dollar. Um, it depends on it depends on where in the water flow you end up, right? If 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 you right off the bat we you know you know we have very clear indication if we know who you are then then you you don't have to go down further step. But if like hey you know maybe maybe um, you know there's not sufficient information here. We have to go pull additional data. We have to have you upload your driver license. Then, then that's additional steps in the waterfall. Assume the cheapest one. So let's say I'm a really easy customer. My information's right. out there. You can find me. You don't need me to do extra steps. Yeah, I, I think I think our our, our, ba- our our first level KYC is I think something like 60, 70 cents or something like that. Oh, super, super convenient. Okay, got it. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. All right, great. And then obviously you get into wires and interchange. And, and what is there? We're talking like 10, 20 bips there? Yeah, so wires, flat fees as well. Um, no, no, no interchange on wires. Like we try to be really, really friendly with, um, with, uh, with, with startups. Okay. Got it. So flat, I mean, you're talking like cent under a dollar per wire. Um, I don't remember that number off the top okay. of my head. Okay. Do you make, do you, are any of these structured as a percent or is it all flat fee? Um, so, uh, interchange off of card spend is, is BIPs. Everything else is structured as a, as a flat fee. Okay, so what were you able to carve out for yourself? I'm always interested, in folks, trying to carve out of the. There's only 300 bits up for grabs, right? right. So, so what did you carve out? I think I think that depends on the use case. Commercial is very different than than personal, and credit is very different than debit. So I, I think see. what we look at is we, we look at a per customer usage, and and then we try to figure out like what what makes sense because we want to ultimately help our clients be successful. So a lot of that is looking around their use cases, um, uh, and figuring out like you know. You know the bips you make when you go to a restaurant is very different than the bips you make when you're shopping at a grocery store. Yep. Right. Um, the you know th- there are certain requirements if you're going to do a, a you know a signature bin versus a non-signature bin. 
So they're, you know, and then obviously commercial and, and personal are two very different bin types. Um, secure versus debits are two very different bin types. So it really, really does depend on, on, on our clients' um, uh, 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 like use cases. Okay. I want to get off of pricing and capture more of your story, sort of product vision, your backstory here. Um, so let's just take an average here, right? The average customer looking at all the product lines that you offer them are going to pay you what, like a thousand bucks per month once they're onboarded? Um, I mean, in, in terms of, in terms of like flat fees or in terms of like, because obviously no recurring it, monthly, right? So that like what they pay us also, if they're doing more ACH volumes, they're going to pay us more. If I understand that right. more KYCs. I understand that. That's what yeah. I'm asking. So you would then have to do the calculation in your head. What is the average customer? How many new KYCs are they processing every month or how much interchange bips am I earning from it? Like what's it? Sum it all up together is like a sweet spot, sort of one to 5k per month per customer. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's probably safe to say one to five K is probably the right, the right number. Yeah. And, and do you want to stay and sort of limit and, and, you know, do like high volume of customers, but low ARPU, or do you anticipate moving like upstream and only working with people doing a million KYCs per month? What, what we actually want, want to move more towards is, is to enable organizations that don't have engineering teams, that don't have compliance teams, that don't have servicing teams to be able to launch a financial product. And so that's the model that we are now exploring going into Q1 of next year, because fundamentally, we're going to take on a lot more program management responsibilities, right? We're going to, 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 to make more on the transactional um, fees rather than on like program fees, because a lot of these clients aren't set up to know how to run these programs. So we're going to set up to, to basically um, uh, uh, set them up to be almost zero cost for them to get up and running and really just make money as they scale. Uh, because we're the program management, uh, 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 and, and and we basically run the entire program, and we're targeting right. non fintechs, and so it's a different business model. That the, but that you're starting with fin. It's kind of weird, right? You're starting with fintechs, but you're telling me you're targeting non fintechs. Well, we're starting with fintechs because 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 that's what we started out building this API. So right? if you look at like in, in what year? What year? This year. You just launched in 2021. Uh, we, we, we launch our, our products um, that, that has taken off in 2021. When did you write your first line of code for the business? Uh, 2018. Okay, got it. How'd you fund yourself for the past two years? Um, we raised $280,000 of pre-seed fund and we were just doing like small projects, uh, getting paid for certain integrations and just trying to get by in the first two years. And the hustle is real, right? Hustle is real. Yeah. Okay. So first customer though onboarded this year? Uh. First customer onboarded with the platform that is currently scaling onboarded this year. We we had a prior version of the platform that 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 you know we were just get, like trying to get MVP out to get to get some revenue in. But I see this year we we release a brand new platform and that's what the with the entire cohort of clients are launching on. I see. And and what's the cohort size today? How many customers on the platform? Um, I'm not sure that we're releasing that information publicly yet. Okay, we're we talking like a hand. I'm talking like five or like five hundred. Uh, it's it's more than five, but it's it's not it's not in the hundreds. It got it. It's a handful of enterprise accounts that you're onboarding meticulously, slowly, and making sure you get the product fit right. So you're talking like five to twenty, thirty, something like that. Yeah, it's it's somewhere between five and a hundred. Okay, I mean, okay, fair, fair, fair. Um, uh, got it, fair. All right, so talk to me more about sort of backstory here. Did you come from embedded finance or somewhere? What got you into this? Yeah, I just. Spent a lot of time financial services, um, you know, really love it, really wanted to think of a way to build financial services in a way that is kind of more compassionate. That's kind of been my, my passion. And that's why we really 
What about why though, Yui? Why were you scarred? Did something happen to you where you're like, wow, this is totally, this is pure injustice. I need to fix this. Um, I mean, for me, you know, first generation immigrant, I was homeless in high school. Um, didn't know how to access financial services. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that's probably like my experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that would do it, right? You you experienced it firsthand, so that makes complete yep. sense to me. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products, that's plural, forward slash valuations. Again, both plural, founderpath.com forward slash products, forward slash valuations. Tell me more about the team today. How many folks? Uh, we, we Right now, we're at 30. But, you know, we're, we're already adding two more in January. Mm-hmm. And what is the mix? How many of those folks are engineers? Uh, so product engineering uh, collectively is 17 people. 17. Okay, cool. And I mean, sort of what does the motion look like? Do you have to hire like inbound sales folks to onboard some of these financial institutions, fintechs? So, so financial institutions are different. Financial institutions are handled by our bank partnerships and financial operations team. Uh, the onboarding of our clients is handled by our servicing team. And then the actual commercial team is the is, is like the you know is what you would expect from a sales organization. Mm-hmm. So three like different areas of responsibility. I see. I see. Okay. Cool. And then um, talk to me a little bit more about uh, but you've chosen I think to raise capital to keep pouring fuel on the fuel on the fire. What happened after the two hundred eighty k seed? Um, we we raised our seed round uh, two point three five back oh, in two point three. Yeah, two point three five back in back in uh, what is it? August of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then we did a $16 million Series A back in April of this year. And then we're going to be out fundraising um, uh, sometime next year for a Series B. Mm-hmm. Most folks, obviously, when they're doing that Series A, you know, in this today's market, it's kind of crazy, but it's selling between 10 and 20% of the business. Were you sort of in that standard range or do you do something crazy? Um, uh, I would say, you know, that range is in the ballpark. Yeah. Okay, cool. Why, why like, you know, some founders who maybe have raised VC in the past and it scarred them might say, you know what, I'm only raising a 60 million Series A if 80% of it is secondary for early employees or, you know, do some sort of crazy stuff. Did you have any of those historical experiences where you've changed like the model and you've thought differently about how to raise? Um, no, I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't think we did anything crazy. I, I don't think we did anything crazy. No, no, I'm asking you. I don't know. That's, I'm, that's why I'm asking. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought what we did was, pretty standard. Um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we made sure that we took care of our employees. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the dilution is probably, you know, in line with, with some of the numbers that you said before. Mm-hmm. And then most you know, pre-seed rounds these days, I mean, sometimes, you know, did you do a price round or you do the safe on the 2.3? Uh, that, that was a price round. Oh, you did decide. Why did you decide to price it? Do you have a seed round before that on a safe? Uh, we, we had a pre-seed round. Uh, on a kiss note, not a safe. Okay. Um, then, then we did a uh, then we did the price round on the seed of the two point three five. And I see, the reason I see. why the reason why we did it is um, there was this person that we really really wanted to work with, 
Um, he's our board member today, Dave Matter, uh, and and his firm uh, ha- had a, I guess, a, a standard way of doing business. And and for C, they they do price rounds, and that's that's just the way. We, and we really wanted to work with him. So he has like Sunny and the crew at, at Point Seventy Two, right? Yeah, yeah. Sun, Sun, Sunny is one of the people there, but you know, we Sunny um, uh, wasn't the person who, who who's our board member or worked. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay, cool. And then, so, so again, somewhere between five and sort of hundred customers say like, you know, look, if we look at like 40 or 50 customers at a thousand dollar ARPU, I mean, you guys are somewhere around 50,000 bucks a month right now in revenue. Um, we're, we're definitely, definitely not releasing any revenue numbers, um, out there. And so that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably not something that I'm, I'm comfortable discussing. What, what can you discuss so you can help my audience understand what multiples look like today? You just raised, you know, 16 million series A, right? What revenue right. should my listeners be hitting before they think about their series A? I think you know I'm, I'm hesitant to to um, to encourage anyone to abstract from our experience simply because you know like like vast infrastructure versus you know you know like well, totally. uh, I mean you know, there's nuance there's nuance every there's nuance yeah, everywhere yeah I mean that's I'm, why I'm, we that's why we ask for data points yeah yeah it's, it's it's a little bit more difficult for me to share some of those uh, data especially you know if um yeah I, I just I just think that's of like sensitive data that I that I'm I'm not sure that we're comfortable sharing at this point. Yeah, I mean, look, what we can do is, I mean, you said between five and a hundred, right? So, assuming you're minimum five customers at a thousand bucks a month minimum, you're doing more than five grand a month in revenue. I think you're doing much more than that, but we can conserve conservatively. That's what yeah. you're choosing to show. I, I, I could say we're definitely doing more than five k a month in revenue. It's for sure. Yeah, yes. cool. What, yes. Can you share anything more in terms of like what year you broke a million dollar run rate? Um, again, I'm, I'm just I'm just a little bit nervous about like you know, um, sharing information that. Uh, that you know, I, I just haven't fully thought through like what 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 has already been shared on like the TechCrunch articles and things like that. It's just um, I'm, I'm just not sure what we're ready to share at this point. Yeah, that's necessarily fine. Um, what is the revenue goal for the end of next year? So you're not sharing current numbers; you're sharing sort of where you want to be at the end of next year. Yeah, I think I think um, I think a lot of it is is you know we, we we've seen you know multiples of growth um, you know month over month, so. It's hard to say because next year we're going to be releasing uh, secure credit card in Q1 and then unsecured credit in Q in Q3. Um, we're just gonna we're just gonna like just, even if nothing else changes, like just the, the going back to like the BIPs, like the fundamental ways the BIPs are going to be calculated are going to be fundamentally different. Which is going to be a huge, huge um, change in the revenue alone, even if like we we added new, no new clients or, or anything like that. So it makes it really really difficult at this point. Um, this is part of the Series B exercise that we're going to go through, and we're going to to kind of project out these things. But that's the exercise we're going through in the next, you know, one or two months as as we as we ramp up to get ready to do our Series B is to kind of come up with these kind of projections. Well, what was the big sales pitch in the Series A? Again, I mean, mostly Series A, you know, depending on you know whatever two, three million in revenue, forty x multiples, you've got to have some of these bets in those decks. What were the bets in the Series A deck? Yeah. So uh, what 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 we're able to focus on. Is is the early traction that we had, the usage numbers that we had, um, and the clients. Which that, usage that, numbers, though? What 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 numbers? Um, the number of uh, of of uh, of accounts that were linked on our uh, on, on our uh, on our site, the ACHs that were that were executed on it, and then the the uh, and then the the beginning of the roadmap that uh, around around card issuance, which we launched back in in uh, July, was was uh, was was the launch of our debit card program. Mm-hmm. So, so those things allowed us to, 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 get a series A. Can you share any of those three numbers? So maybe not connected accounts, maybe ACH volume to the platform. Um, I don't 
know if we shared the ACH volume, um, but I think the number we shared was between um, on the TechCrunch article was I think between January and August. I think it was like one hundred and fifty thousand uh, production users got added to our system, um, and then I, I think that was that. I think that was the number that we shared on the TechCrunch article. Yeah, but again, people, I don't want to listen people to listen to this episode and go, man, that was a big waste of time. I could have read that in a TechCrunch article. So I don't want you to just cite yeah. things you've already said. Is there anything you can share that you haven't already shared? Otherwise, we wouldn't do the interview. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm hesitant to, to like. I understand that. Is there anything, is there anything you can share that you haven't already shared is my question. I understand you're hesitant. Um, I, I think, you know, we're, I, I can talk about like the, the release of, of, of our, of our flagship product in, 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 uh, in January, which is something that we, we generally haven't talked about yet. Well, I get that. I mean, that's a mar- that's a marketing pitch for a product, though. I'm trying to understand your ability to execute, right? So $150,000, you know, 150K production users added between January and August is a great real data point. Can you share what that number was between August and today? I think, I think the, I think the, let, let me think about this. I'm, I'm trying to give, I'm trying to give you a sense of, 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 of numbers or scale um, without, without like giving out specific numbers that we haven't, fully vetted yet. I think, I think it's probably safe to say that our debit card transaction volume um, grew by, I think, somewhere between two and a half to four X between October and November. And we're probably going to three X that uh, from, from, you know, November to December. I think that's probably like, that's a number that we haven't released anywhere else. Um, and it, it, it talks to kind of the reason why we're really excited about cards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you're good at what you're doing because going from a dollar in October to $3 in November is three X growth, right? So those yeah. numbers are useless without understanding what the base was in October. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. I understand that. It's just, we're, I mean, these are the numbers we can share today. Um, but, but we when just, did you launch the debit card? Um, we launched it in, in July. Okay, so it's fair to say there was some base built up. It's not like you were starting at a dollar in October and yeah. grew that three x to three dollars. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay, fair, fair enough. By the way, look, you know I can predict you're not going to comment on this, but we get so many data points on Series A companies. I mean, hundreds, right? Thirty two hundred interviews done. Most Series A companies today are generating somewhere between one hundred thousand and one hundred twenty thousand bucks in revenue per employee, and you shared thirty team members, so we can kind of back into like two to three million dollar run rate. Obviously, you can't comment on that, but my audience knows how to do that math and they can sort of think about it that way. Um, tease the product before we wrap up because I know you want to talk about it. The January launch. Talk a bit about that product before we go into the Famous Five. Yep. So um, what we're looking for uh, is to enable any organization without an engineering team, without a compliance team, without a servicing team to launch a financial, pro- a credit union-like experience in less than a week. That's, that's, that's kind of what our goal is for 2022. So in 2021, in January, we're going to enable any organization without an engineering team, without a service team, without a, a commercial, uh, without a compliance team, to launch a financial product with direct deposits, uh, DDAs, debit cards, ACH, and wires in less than a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to add on secure credit card, unsecure credit card, uh, secure credit card in Q1, unsecure credit card in Q3, and then unsecured lending um, at the end of the year. All right, cool. And uh, Huey, you, or you, you haven't mentioned team. Are you sole founder? Yes, I am. Ah, very cool. So that that sometimes is hard for VCs to get comfortable with. How did you de-risk that for them? Um, I, I, you know, I've been lucky to work with some really amazing people. 
Um, okay, on, come on, Yui, got to be specific here. So most, most I know Sunny does this, uh, and I'm, I'm fairly certain your Series A folks, CM would have done this as well. Do they take a big chunk of the shares you've already vested and put you back on a vesting schedule in that term sheet where you're only vested 30% and now the rest is on a four-year schedule? Yeah, I think, I think you know, let's just say that I'm very much aligned with the long-term success of this company and 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 the investors know that that I'm, I'm, I'm there for the long run and I'm incentivized to be there with the company for the long run. Okay, so you're not going to be specific there. Uh, got it. Uh, we'll move on and finish up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, uh, it's it's not specifically a, a business book, but it's algorithms to live by, which is um, which is something that I, I use in my everyday life, including how I think about business. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, no, I not 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 any one specific CEO. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Um. Probably, probably angel list. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oof. Uh, weeknights, somewhere between five to six weekends. I usually get like, you know, nine hours a day. Okay. And what's your situation? Huey? married single kiddos? Uh, married, uh, one baby girl. One girl. Okay. Very cool. And how old are you? Uh, I am, uh, geez, this question should be easy to answer. I am 38. Okay. Um, and take us home here. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, that, uh, quote, persistence is omnipotent. It's by Calvin Coolidge. It's this whole quote about like the power of persistence. Guys, there you have it. Product by was homeless in high school, was re- had a really hard time entering the financial system. And now he's solving that with product Fi, helping to bring power back to folks that maybe were disenfranchised from the current financial system. He's got between 5 and 100 customers already on the platform, moving towards helping non-fintech companies do things like launch a credit union in under a week. They uh, have raised 16 million bucks. Series A sold caught pretty standard between 10 and 20% of the business. 30 folks on the team today is looking to scale heavy engineering with 17 there. Yui, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much, Nathan, and hope you have one for us a week.